Now there's a lot of empty seats, so you have to sing louder.
face to face. Archie, well, I'm wanting power right here, and it's not coming on. There we go. Aren't you glad tonight that the uh, the writer said soon? Amen. Aren't you glad it's soon? Amen. Yeah. I got I got a little app on my phone that I put in the date of the meeting, and it starts with 365 days. Yeah. And then it goes to the next day. Then we get down below a hundred. And then I start doing this. Then it gets down to sixty. And I start shaking a little bit more. Then we get down to thirty. And then, Brother Samuel, my heart begins to say soon. Soon we'll be able to meet together. We'll be able to maybe get under the tent. We'll be able to lift up His voice outside. Wake the dead. We'll be able to worship the Lord together in camp. But what excitement there should be for that day that we get to see Him. Amen. That day that we get to wave goodbye to sin. Pain. Walkers. Soon. I, I want us to sing this song. We're, we're not going to be fancy about it. We're just going to sing it. This song, Nothing But the Blood. Yeah. I want to sing this first verse. What can wash away my sin?
us. Let's do that part again. This is all my hope and peace. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Do that one more time. This is all my hope and peace. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. This is all my righteousness. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Sing it out now. Through the blood of Christ. Brother Glenn Hall, won't you come tonight? I want you to sing one for us tonight. Brother Glenn has come uh, all the way from Indiana by way of Nashville, Tennessee. I want him to sing tonight. Don't know that I've ever heard him. And uh, so you pray for him tonight and you ask God to move in our hearts this evening. And uh, Brother Ojo, can you and your family sing maybe one or two when, when he gets done? Amen. Well, Amen. praise the Lord. I have to tell you, the very first song that came to mind when I got here this evening, as I walked into this place, I sensed His presence. For I knew this was the place where love abides. For this is the temple Jehovah God abides in. And we are standing in His presence on
for God's faithfulness. And I pray every day, God, help me be faithful as you are faithful. But I am so thankful that when I'm not faithful, He is faithful. When I'm faithless, He is faithful. When I'm hurting, He is strong. But the best part of all is when I stumble and fall, He doesn't just kick me to the curb. Empty and broken, I came back to Him. A vessel unworthy and so scarred with sin. Oh, but He did not despair. He started.
singing, of course she's going to the college this fall, she'll be going in August, we're going to miss her, so we felt she should sing more, but this song really spoke to me back on the faith, God sees what we don't, we may be in the valley today, but he sees the mountain we'll be standing on tomorrow, so let's remain faithful. Amen. And trust in Him. Yes. Amen. God bless you. Say it, child. Are we can the 
I've asked Brother Gant to, to come and share his burden for Uganda. And if he wants to, he can testify, whatever. Uh, but uh, got to spend some time with him. Share our testimony with him. And we got to shed some tears together listening to how God's put things together for him and his bride and their little kids. And so I want you to give him your attention and uh, pray for him as he speaks. First of all, I want to thank the church for allowing us just to be here this week. Yeah. And, uh, for the hospitality and for the room. It's a blessing. Um, I, had a, I had something going on. I'll just go ahead and tell everybody. I'm the missionary I sent to the dentist. I had a Retainer in my mouth broke uh, during camp meeting, and uh, Brother David uh, just so happens to have a cousin, an uncle, or somebody in the <laughs> dental industry that can go over to fix it for us. So we greatly appreciate it all. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, we're the Morgans, my wife Ashley, my little boy Will, Jedediah, <laughs> and uh, my little girl Anna Ruth. And, um, we're out of Brother David Phillips Church in Weedowie, Alabama, Amazing Grace Baptist Church. We're on the mission board with uh, Brother Dean. And the Lord has put it on my heart to put a Bible in everybody's hand in Uganda. Um, so I just ask that y'all would help pray for us. Um, the Lord gave me that uh, burden back in 2019 when I went on my first trip. And um, I don't know about y'all, but coming home from your first trip in a foreign country and telling your wife, hey, we're going to sell everything we have and uh, move to Africa. Uh, let's go tomorrow. Um, that's not something you want to do. You want to go home and, and pray about it. Uh, if if anybody here does want to just sell everything you have and go with us, we have forty seven thousand or forty seven million Bibles to hand out. So I need your help. So hey, y'all get with me after church and, and we'll get everything arranged. Y'all can go with us. Um, but back in two thousand nineteen, we pulled up to a gas station of all places, and the Lord um, began to work in my heart. Um, over there, you pull up, and they, and they pump your gas for you. They yeah. check your oil. They, they do all that, um, how it used to be here. Well, yeah. the the tenant that was pumping our gas, he asked us for a Bible. And um, all we had was our preaching Bibles. And um, so we gave him a track, and we noticed the guy that was washing the windshield and checking oil, he was reading that track. And then uh, when he got done washing the, the windshield and checking our oil, the, the guy that was pumping our gas, he gave the track to him, and he... He stopped and he actually read what the Word of God had to say to him. If you give somebody a track here in America, Georgia, what are they going to do with it? More than likely they're going to throw it away. They're not going to take yep. time to actually read what the Word of God has to say. People in Africa are hungry for the Word. Um, I don't believe you can put a Bible in their own hand. Um, I heard a testimony of a guy. that uh, He was a drunk man and uh, it began to rain one night in his village. And uh, somebody had given him a John and Romans a couple of months ago. And um, he thought he was just ripping out pages of that John and Romans to plug a hole in the ceiling. Well, he was laying there and <clears throat> he began to sober up. And he was actually reading what the Word of God said to him. Not and he got that. saved. So um, hey. I don't believe hey. you to give a Bible to the wrong person. Um, uh, we are we're wanting to print Bibles and Christian literature in you, John. I was fired up about that. Really. I was ready. I uh, I still am. Um, we yep. were in Valley, Alabama, and there's a uh, barren precious seeds um, brother named Al Braley. He's over everything, and um, they've been praying about a new printing press. And I, I nudged actually. I said, "Hey, listen to this." And uh, he said their printing press costs two million dollars. And I said, "Oh no!" 
I said, babe, I don't even know how many zeros that is, I, I, much less how much money that is. Um, but uh, I kind of got a little bit discouraged, if I can just be honest with y'all for a minute. And um, yeah. I, I got in talking with Brother Caleb Taft. We're, we're going to go over there and help Brother Caleb and print Bibles. And Brother Caleb told me, he said, don't worry about it. And he said, if the Lord ordered it, he'll pay for it. Right. We, might, we might go out to eat, eat supper tonight, and uh, I might forget my wallet, and somebody else will have to pick up the tab. But um, if the Lord ever tells you to do something, He's going He's going to make sure it, it gets paid for. So, Amen. Um, we uh, we were able to go. Me and me and my wife just got back in uh, October, and um, we were able to go to this village of Namagande that Brother Caleb has a tremendous work going on right now, and we were able to take some Bibles out there. And there was an 80 year old Muslim man that uh, he didn't speak speak English. Um, but he was at the chief of the village, and he walked up to me, and of course he had somebody with him that was translating to me what he was saying, and he asked me for a Bible. Um, I was able to show the pastor today and uh, some men at the lunch table, uh, that man, and um, I got word a couple of weeks ago that um, he's actually reading that Bible, so hey, I just pray for him. Yes. Um, but I greatly appreciate you all uh, for allowing us just to be here. Uh, and if y'all don't remember anything else about what I just said, y'all just pray for the Morgans that Amen. we can uh, put a Bible in every hand. Amen. 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 I ask Brother David and his family to come and sing. Just, let me just say this for my own self. Um, it's praying out at the altar and just had on my heart Thanksgiving, and so I figured I might just thank Him for a few minutes. Um, I thank the Lord for giving us a people here at Lighthouse that will work. Yes, sir. And I want it publicly known. Made a, I'm a list person. I made a list of things that needed to be done and checked them off one at a time because people stopped their life to come and help. They spent some of their money to come and help. We spent time here during the day, during the night, sometimes after dark. Don't pay close attention to some of the pressure washing because it was done after dark with a flashlight. But I think Brother Jody did all right even in the dark. The ladies have worked in the building, the men out here on lifts to clear tree limbs so we can put the tent here. The young folks have worked each night inside and out sweeping, changing batteries, changing trash. Getting ice for the preacher's waters. Some of the men have been here early to make sure the lights were on and the sound system was plugged up. And I thank God in heaven that He's given us some people that will work for the house of God and for the tabernacle of God. And I thank the Lord tonight, church, for you. Now there's probably a lot that's been done that I don't even know about. And that... I was looking back at some of our older folks right here. 
Maybe six, seven, or eighteen years ago, you were the one doing all the work. You can't do it now. And I don't want you to feel left out. I want you to know because of the work that you've done a decade ago, we're still able to have this. And you've been an example to these men, and they're an example to their children to pick up the slack and to help. So you that are kind of feeble now, and you're taking care of your health now, I want you to know it does not go unnoticed the sacrifice that you've put into this. So I praise the Lord tonight for being so good to this to this preacher to give us a people that loves God, wants to see God's people encouraged in a meeting like this. Brother David, y'all, y'all go on and sing tonight. Mama changed the song. Mama normally right. It's been a good week, amen. Been a blessing to my soul. It's a blessing to see Brother Glenn Hall. I'm telling you, you just tickled me to death. See you, brother. Love you. It's been great. Just great.
Thessalonians chapter 2. Hadn't the Lord been good to us? Lord, we thank you for Calvary. Lord, we thank you for Jesus. Lord, we're thankful that we can bow our head and say, Lord, Lord God, speak to thy people. God, lay a blessing upon this place as we depart tonight. God, many friends and church family and loved ones and dear preachers and servants of God, we come here anticipating now as we leave here tonight so full and ready for the battles of God. I pray, Lord, that you lay your hand on this pastor, lay your hand on this people. May they reap a great harvest right here in this field. And may this church, as it has for many years, reach out and pour into the harvest of faraway fields. Lord, touch thy servant one more time to break the bread of life. And I thank you for it in Jesus' name. And all the Lord's people said, (laughs) If the Lord had helped me for a little while, we want to close the meeting out tonight, coming out of Second Thessalonians and chapter two and verse one. Well, that's Colossians. That's First Thessalonians. I got a feeling I'm getting closer. There's Second Thessalonians. I want to thank you, Brother Burke. I want to thank God for how He's continued. The work of God. Let me say that better. I'm going to get a water. See y'all in a minute. I'm back. I want to say that it's a small miracle. It may be a big miracle. For your grandchildren, it's the only miracle that matters. That the presence of God is continued it's a lighthouse Baptist church yeah, in America, right. Georgia. Yes, sir. I can take you to a thousand places where God was. Uh-huh. And when that thing ended a cycle, God was no more. And, and you can act like you know what you're talking about if you want to. But there's people that's prayed. There's people that's persevered. There's people that stayed true. And when God was done with the place, He was done. It's almost sovereign. Thank you, Lord. It's almost just a sovereign mercy. Most of the time, He's done after a cycle. A 30, 40 year cycle. And I've known people, forgive me, but I felt like they were much better than me. Much better than anybody I've known. Come on. And, and 
And they and they met all the conditions on your checklist. Right. But God was done. Yep. <laughs> it's amazing to me that God's not done here. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, it's not done. And I bless the Lord. Yeah. And I'm thankful. The Lord's put a message on my heart this last night. And uh, I, I, I want to preach for 20 minutes. <laughs> well, I will. I'll preach for 20 minutes. And then I'll like that. And then I'll just do it again. I like it so good, Brother Ojo. I will preach 20 minutes several times. That's how much I love it. That's how much I like it. Just preaching 20 minutes. And <laughs> now back in the hills, they'd all drop their head right here on the front row and start saying, Bless him, Lord. Help him, God. That's code for you're struggling or you're acting goofy, so get on with it. But when you go to church every night, this is all you do. Hey, I ain't in no hurry. How y'all doing? <laughs> This is where I get my therapy. Y'all are it. I just take 10 minutes sometimes to get all my therapy. I don't have the time or the money to see a real one. And uh, I just get it in front of y'all. Would you ever know the foolishness of preaching? How embarrassing it is to the flesh? Does anybody want to stand up, walk up here right now, stand here and start saying stuff to everybody? I mean, one or two does, but we, you know, there's crazy people everywhere. It's a very embarrassing to the flesh thing. And but when God's man gets past that, then it still is. It always will be. And we have to trust the Lord. And I've come to love God's people and that makes it a lot easier love y'all love being with God's people every night and this is the Lord's body right it's the church everything ever good you got in your life came out of this body it came out of the body of Christ if you got something didn't come out of the body it wasn't as good as you think amen help me now the Lord's put it in my heart and I'm so thrilled and I, I told the pastor this week I, I want y'all to know I'm in here with you hey. old brother John told me out there the other night and he said now you're, you're just one of us you have been for a while yeah. and that has made me feel as good as anything I've heard since Christmas Amen. 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 and I can't remember what I heard at Christmas that was such a oh yeah I remember what I heard that was such a blessing Christmas is over <laughs> that was a blessing right there but uh, bless him Lord uh, <laughs> bless him Lord you're originally from Florida so you didn't pull that off too good only mountain folk can actually put that on you and uh but oh my, I want y'all to know that just as you have been challenged to have the maturity to adjust to the new way God's going to do this church, 
I too am willing to adjust. Amen. And I told Brother Burke, you handle this meeting like you're supposed to. Amen. We don't have to hold any traditions that involve me. Amen. Bring in more men. Mix it up with other men. I'll sit over there and be mad the whole time, but I'll go along. I'll cooperate. I won't promise a good spirit. And I'll try to hide it. I will be as hypocritical as I can for y'all. No. That's what I told him. I'll adjust too. I'll change too. I'll make room for whatever new God wants. Folks, if we ever think this... Now listen. Some of this almost sounds cliché-ish. And some of you only amen to clichés. You're as empty as the clichés that you say amen to. So this almost sounds cliché-ish, so some of you shallow ones, watch watch yourself now. (coughs) (coughs) This, that went down the other way. That was so good going in and so messed up going down. (coughs) This thing is not about us. This thing ain't about me. And and Brother Dent used this every night. And I even wondered sometimes, why are you preaching me every night with some of this, you know? (coughs) And but the Lord knew what He was doing. And I trusted the Lord. Amen. I, listen, you better learn to trust the Lord when you're abased. Right. And also trust the Lord when you're exalted. Yeah. Don't enter into that and think that you're worthy of exaltation. I questioned that, but I never said anything to the pastor. And it was God's will. And if, But if the Lord wants to rearrange anything, I told him, you obey God. And you got no pressure from me. Wouldn't that be good if he was that way with the Lord? Amen. All these egos are going to burn up at the judgment seat. If they make it there. I am concerned about lost people in this meeting. There's we've had we've had lost people here. Yeah. And and you'd better know it. Yes. And you'd better get saved. Amen. Because the Lord's coming back. Yes, he is. That's what I want to look at for a little while. I scribbled some thoughts down a while ago at the motel right before the meeting after the 11th text from my youngest daughter to please don't forget her shoes <laughs> that she forgot that she knew I would forget without 11 texts. And I actually walked out the door and came back. So, good, Kendall. She's hung out with Florida, Tennessee people. So I got a, I got a, all day she did. So I got to work on her all the way home. Amen. Second Thessalonians 2. Scribble this down that the Lord had put in my heart. Tonight, Second Thessalonians 2, verse 1. Now, we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. 
Are y'all glad that the Lord is coming? I'm going to read that again. Now we beseech you, brethren. Mm. Somebody count how many, and you can do it after church, it's fine. But how many times in Thessalonians it says brethren? Uh, First Thessalonians is your rapture book. It's a comfort book. He has saved us, chapter 5, from the wrath to come. I'm going to make a little announcement. It's going to hurt some of my friends' feelings when they see this because y'all are pumping it out to the world. Uh, The vaccine is not the mark of the beast. And Christians are not going through the tribulation. Need a little help. Now, don't ask me what I think about all that. Because you'll need two or three hours. And your hair will be messed up and your earlobes will be ringing when we're done. When I tell you about what I think is what's going on in this hour, I won't tell you no details. I'll just tell you this. This thing sure is being set up for the Antichrist, the New World Order, and the Tribulation period. Amen. And uh, aren't you glad? First Thessalonians is the rapture book. It's where he gives comfort to his children. But Second Thessalonians is that wrath book. I'm not going to look at it, but chapter 1, I think it's verse 7. You look at it. In flaming fire, taking vengeance on them that know not God and that obey not. By the way, if somebody don't know God, it's their fault. Right. Amen. That's exactly right. Our verses, Brother Indiana, is John 1. That light lighteth every man cometh into the world. And it's Titus, the grace of God, that hath appeared to all men. And Romans 1 and 2. God... If you never heard of Calvary, God gave you a conscious yes. and He gave you a creation. Yes. God reveals light to every man. And how you respond to the light all depends on if you get more light. And pardon me, but even the naked savage in the deepest jungle God will let a ray of sunlight catch the wing of a butterfly on a dewy rose petal one morning and God will smite his heart that you're not good that something out there is and if there's rebellion in his heart against the touch of God more darkness is coming but if there's softness in his heart and he said, I need more. Honey, there will be a missionary there before the thing's done. Amen. Brother Ojo, Brother Gant, I believe, Brother Taylor, I believe this. Brother Lament, I believe that everywhere in heathen lands, and the Bible does talk about heathen, and everywhere in heathen lands that there is a missionary and a church and a work is called somewhere back there one little soul said, I need more. Amen. 
And I'm self-righteous enough. And crush the butterfly and the rose petal and go kill somebody. God says, all right, you'll get what you want. Amen. This is the wrath book. Them that know, why would he have such wrath on them that know not God if it was innocent ignorance? No man will stand at the great white throne judgment and say, it's your fault that I'm going to hell, God. No man. From no country, from no century, from no civilization. Every one of us shall give account of himself to God. And God, I get you Titus, John and Romans, God gave you enough to find him. Amen. That thing has ramifications. You may not have been the one seeing the butterfly on the rose petal. It may have been your father. Right. And your forefathers. Yes. What are we doing down here in Georgia? Having old time religion. I'll tell you what we're doing down here. Down here somewhere, somebody said, We want God. Y'all ain't helping me. In my studies, very interesting, a couple of years ago. Brother Lee and Brother Not Jamie. I can't remember both of you. <laughs> Got to study in Georgia history. And I found out where this style of worship comes from. I'll spit it out in 30 seconds and not give you the whole history lesson. You'll probably get it quicker if I say it fast. North Georgia was the British... Penal colony is a prison colony. North Georgia was where General Oglethorpe was part of Fort Oglethorpe up there by Ringgold and Oglethorpe down here. It was all part of this back in those days. The same man. North Georgia was where the British put their prisoners. That's why they make fun of the Appalachian up there in the mountains because, and I ain't trying to be funny, this is okay, being serious. Snaggletooth, inbred, murdering bunch of robbers, okay? I'm not trying to be funny. It's where the British ship their worst. About to run because that's my people. Come on, man. If you know where our old time religion came from, Brother Paul, you got it from Brother Langston. Guess where he got it from and where it came from? The blacks in Savannah. George Whitfield came. Hey! He came from England seven times. And he went to the black slaves in Savannah and South Georgia and he got them saved. And he went to the British no good for nothings and got them saved. And the blacks would talk. They couldn't help it. Their spirit. Brother Ocho... God called Ethiopia the uttermost parts of the earth. And when the gospel hit that long ground, they know they came from chains. They know they came from hardship. They felt somehow that was from their forefathers getting in trouble with God. Oh, listen. All this racism, it ain't... Do you know the word race ain't in the Bible? There'll not be no racism. It's called families. It's called the families of the earth. It's called the families 
but families. Right. There's families. Yeah. And God puts us all in the same family. We ought to love each right. other. Amen. Nobody's better than anybody. Amen. The sons of Shem, the sons of Ham, the sons of Japheth. Uh-huh. They was all three different. And right. Asia and Europe and Africa as the three sons of Noah. You know what America is? God pulled them all back into one place, put them in the old ship as I about to climb a pole and don't even believe I can, but I'm about to. Whoa! Whoa! George Whitfield preached to the blacks in Savannah and they and they worshiped. There's a worship in a black man that's deeper. Yeah. When a black man preaches. Or a black woman sings in the power of God. Ain't a white person or a yellow person or a red person or a green person alive can touch it. Brother Ojo, I've got to talk to you sometime. But why did he pull in Simon the Cyrenian on the way to Calvary? He pulled a black man under that cross before he even got to it. Come on down. Pulled a black man, Ethiopian eunuch. He pulled him into the church. the yeah. chapter before he saved the apostle to the church. Yeah. What was he doing in that New Testament? Pulling them in. Yeah. Our inner city is overrun with demons. And, and brother, they, these poor black kids in the inner cities, it drug, uh, all drugs and no daddies, and the devil's got them all exploding right here. And he's like, I believe the devil knows God's going to come get them again. Yeah. I didn't explain that good, but you can think about it later. Uh-huh. He pulled a black man under the cross right before he put it in the ground. He pulled a black man in the church right before he kicked it off real good. And I believe the devil yeah. knows he's up to something right, yeah. <laughs> right before the coming of the Lord. Y'all ain't helping me. Well, then blacks got saved. And they couldn't help but thank him. Yeah. And they praised him in that song and worship. And then they met the poor priesters. They all began to, to mingle. The poor white prisoners got saved and they knew they were supposed to have been in hell. And the blacks are worshiping. They knew they came from chains. And that old time religion, oh, like wow. me and you, get happy and carry on. We've yeah. got a heritage behind yeah. George Whitfield. I was born in Whitfield County, which is Dalton, North Georgia. It was Cherokee County until George Whitfield came through. So many got saved. They renamed the county. Our county courthouse, I was out there on a national day of prayer and them heathen. This back a few years ago was pushing abortion so bad. And homosexuality. And Channel 12 found me. <laughs> and Samuel, I don't care. I don't know how they found me. It's not because they ever cut up and carry on in public. You know, I, don't, I ain't sure how they singled me out. But they found me. And she said, Sir, something or something, sir. I had no idea what her question was, but I knew what my answer was. <laughs> Come on. I had an answer before anybody asked me a question. I said, ma'am, not only is this a praying nation and this is a nation built on some folks that got on two ships and come over here looking for religious freedom. I said, take the camera. Channel 12, it was a lot of fun. I was starting to enjoy it too much. I don't want to start making it. Channel 12, ma'am. 
turn the camera up over the courthouse. There's a wire sculpture of Whitfield with a Bible. And it's white wig and him a preaching. It's there to this day. I said, you didn't know that was there, ma'am, did you? I said, you journalist. But there it is. There's your story. I took her little camera and I, she was a little nervous, oh, the whole cast was, but I wasn't. Put it on the federal marker. I said, you ain't never read this federal marker. I told the story of why it was renamed Whitfield County. Yes. Hey. Hallelujah. Yes. Oh, y'all, we got a heritage. Amen. Under whomsoever much is given, yeah. much is required. Amen. Hey. Well, I was excited about something. can't remember what it was. <laughs> Chapter 2, verse 1. The rapture book. Now the wrath book. Come on. Look in 2 Thessalonians 2. Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and by our gathering together unto Him. <laughs> That you be not soon shaken in mind or be troubled, neither by spirit nor by word nor by letter as from us, as that the day of Christ is at hand. And I've come to tell all of God's children tonight to be not troubled. We see the day approaching. We see the day approaching. Be not troubled. Russia invading Ukraine. Oh, dear time. That's just the bear coming out of hibernation. Y'all talk to me. Leave me alone. That's a ten minute. Do you know Ukraine's full of Nazis? Do you know Russia's pro-Christian? Y'all been watching CNN and Fox News, ain't you? Kiev was a Christian capital of Russia. Putin's, and I don't think he's a godly man, but he's kind of like Trump. He was God's man. Yes, sir. Amen. Look at me chasing a rabbit. <laughs> Have y'all not been wondering why Trump and Putin are the only two hated men by the world media, the world governments, and the new world order? Amen. Y'all might line up and think when all the humanists, Hollywood, sodomites, and the witches, and the media hate somebody, you might not want to cheer with them so much. Actual Nazis. Putin, I don't think he's a godly man, but them kings are instruments in the hands of God. Putin is po-Russian Orthodox Christian church. He's trying to take the capital back and put their priest in it. And the Nazis, there's actual Nazis in the Ukraine. The only head of government, the only head of state to meet with Putin was the Prime Minister of Israel four weeks ago. That's just for all of you that can't stay off social media and and, and mainstream media. You probably put a Ukraine flag out in your yard with them other flags. I ought to just yank all them flags down. Pray, pray for the American flag. Let me tell you something. Russia's got to come this way. Do you know what opened up when Afghanistan, we bailed out of there and we left the communists $7 billion worth of military so they can turn around and attack us. And by the way, Ukraine is a one more. This $33 billion they voted on this morning that Biden put in that, it's more money laundering 
Leave me alone. I'm just sick of all y'all waving Ukrainian flags. Get in your Bible. Get full of the Holy Ghost. And get out of current issues. Anytime you line up with hell's outfit, you might want to second guess some things. That Russian bear's coming. China is behind Saudi Arabia coming into Iran, coming after the Holy Land. Russia's coming after her. And when Biden backed out of Afghanistan, you know what it opened up? It opened up the ancient, the most old trade route, the Silk Route, from China to the modern world. China now has the old highway. Straight shot to the Holy Land. Y'all ain't helping me. What y'all been doing? Looking at Facebook and, and American hobbies? Did you not know that 200 million, there's an army coming here in a little bit, marching from China, coming to, and the old route just got opened up. My daughter, get your rapture shoes on, go to Clickham, like Dorothy in Kansas. House is fixed to fall on the wicked witch of the west and her little toes will be wiggling out there. I don't think that was a Bible story, but it was a story. Oh, dear neighbor. Somebody asked me, Evangelist, what do you think's going on in America? Very simple. We're losing this nation. And it's going under the reason that no Bible scholars, Bible students, Bible preachers that were ever serious could ever find America in the end time prophecy because she ain't going to be there. She's been been an arbiter for the local church, the sender of the missionary, the printer of the Bibles, and the big sister to Israel for the last 300 years. And God's done with her. He's moving on. He's moving on to Israel. America's going down because the Lord's coming back and the church is going up and He don't need us anymore. God ain't helping me. He don't need us anymore as a nation. You don't pray over your races on Sunday and your football on Friday. He ain't never heard those prayers. The Bible says the prayer of the wicked is an abomination to God. He ain't never prayed over a sport. Sports, pardon me. Sports and sex and science is the three biggest gods in this nation, honey, that's tore down and stole our generation. All three of them is the worship of the body. Can I get a witness? America's a flesh pot. It's about the body. Oh, dear neighbor. He don't need us anymore. And honey, when the communists took over the country, back on the, back in January the 6th, the communists took this country. Well, while we're all the way out, these will be little clips all over. I'll send you all the papers for the lawsuits. You're the one put it on there. Dear neighbor, when the com- God allowed the communists to, to run a coup on this country, and the reason that old timers, these old timers, have got a sick feeling in the pit of their stomach and they've never felt that uneasiness in their life, it's because these old timers have never lived in a pagan nation. Amen. Wow. My generation's pagans. They don't care that we turned into a pagan nation. But to old timers, there's a green, uneasy 
sickness in the stomach of godly people and God-fearing people. It's because we no longer live in a Christian nation. We're in a pagan nation. Don't let that give you depression. Because I'm going to write a little song. I've already got the words and the tune. This happens to me a lot. I just have words and tunes. This world is not my home. I'm just a passing through. It's in my head, David. The words are there. It's a melody. I'm telling you, I've wrote 500 songs in my life. This world is not my home. I'm just a passing through. My treasures are... I don't even have to think about it. The words come. Somewhere beyond the blue, the angels beckon me from heaven something sore. And I can't tell at home in this world anymore. Oh Lord! Not even a real scriptural song, but I like it. Oh Lord, you know... I'm not doing right now. Words I'm still working on. Be not soon shaken or be troubled. By the way, all these troubled, fearful, shaken believers, they're not believers. You get somebody pulling their hair out and got that spirit of fear and the spirit of panic in this hour. Mark her down. They're not believers. Believers believe. God gives believers more faith just because they believe. Is this making sense to some of y'all? I don't expect it to make sense to some of you. Brother... When these shaky times come, when you're born again, there's somebody inside of you and it don't matter if you live under communism or capitalism, under freedom or fascism. It don't matter if you're in Nigeria where the Muslims are chopping the heads off a Christian or brother, if you live in Georgia where you're allowed to go shout in a meeting. Our peace is not determined by our government, whether we're in prison or whether we're in church, whether we're in poverty or we're in wealth. Our peace comes from another world. Our joy comes from another world. You communist China or South Carolina, your peace doesn't come because of the government you're under. Your joy and peace comes from the Lord Jesus. Be not soon shaken or troubled. My brother up in Maryland, Jason, big old church up there and a bunch of Roman Catholic gets saved. My dad was there nearly 20 years. You know when they get saved, Dad had people saved up there constantly, steadily, saved. Long ways from the Bible Belt. He was north of D.C. Only the Democrats lived in, in Maryland and the Republicans in northern Virginia and turned out they're all Chinese communists. <laughs> the whole outfit. I knew everything in Walmart was made in China. I didn't know everything in Washington, D.C. was made in China. <laughs> He said, Brother Dean, you ought not talk politics. Well, come up here, you talk. <laughs> See how you do. And uh, this ain't politics. It's what I call prophetics. That's right. 
All kingdoms and governments are prophecy in the end times. Matter of fact, all kingdoms and nations have always been in the middle of God's programs. Can I get a witness? Whether he is bringing the Babylonians or the Assyrians over to Israel, or whether the Israelites were killing the Canaanites, the nations and the governments have always been run by God. Daniel 2, he sets up kings and he takes down kings. Proverbs, the heart of the king is in the hand of the Lord. All principality and power belongs to him. I need a little witness in here. My brother, and I know everywhere, for a little while until we figured out some things, every church that I know had to shut down. So I'm not, don't misread into what I'm saying. But when they figured out that you could go, you know what my brother Jason told me? He said, you know who's scared to come back? He said, ten of my preachers in their 20s and 30s Everybody under 35. I guess they live on social media, not on the Holy Bible. You know what my brother Jason told me? Who's coming? The 78-year-olds. The 85-year-olds. The 91. And I've seen them. I was up there and here they came. They said, Preacher, what these youngins don't know is we're all going to die. You're not going to die till the Lord calls you. Yes. Amen. Amen. Maryland was bad. They were locking down church. The government, sheriff, church I preach at every year. Sheriff come by and plastered stuff on the door, locked the pat. Sheriff locked the church's door and visited all the neighbors and said, "You rat them out. You see anybody coming in here? You call us. We'll arrest them." My brother Jason's a MacNeese, so he tricked him. He put a big yellow thing up on the door, and, and so the authorities thought they'd already been there. <laughs> it was his own thing, you know. <laughs> they drove by the, yeah, okay, so, you know, the other guys were smart to get in. <laughs> and he had all kind of stuff written out, legal and everything. <laughs> he had his own little thing, and he, he was a MacNeese. He worked that thing out. <laughs> And in big words, it said, Do not enter! And then underneath said, Unless you want to. <laughs> and then in big words, You might die of something if you come in here. And underneath that, But you're going to die of something one day. <laughs> and then it said, These doors will be unlocked and people will be here every time that it's church time. Sheriff never read it. They thought it was their poster. <laughs> this is a crime to impersonate a poster. <laughs> I don't know. Maryland probably is. Be not soon, y'all look at it, be not soon shaken in mind or be troubled. Or be troubled. Little Noah Adams stood up behind Brother Kurt and Brother Pastor allowed two young men to Two young preachers to get up and preach. Brother Noah preached that Timothy 1.7. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Preacher, I can't get near my points. There they are. (laughs) Folks, we might all go to prison. We might go to prison. 
Some of you might go to the grave. Some of you might go to the grave. Oh, 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 oh guess what? We're all going to the grave. Amen. You're not a dying one day before or not one day after that the Lord's already had an eternal appointment. Amen. Mm. We may go to prison. Guess what happened to Paul when he went to prison? Y'all got your Bible right there? In a real close neighborhood to where we're sitting, there's an Ephesians. It's where all of our riches are. There's a Colossians. That's where Christ is exalted higher than any any, uh, Scripture in the Bible. There's a Philippians. That's where Christians learn how to live in great suffering. There's a second Timothy that shows you a man charging hell's gate still at the end. There's a Philemon where people are getting saved and discipled. And all of them books come from him being locked up in prison. Ephesians shows us what the church is. Colossians shows us what the Christ is. Philippians shows us what the Christian is. Timothy shows us what the charge is. And Philemon shows us what the great commission is. And we'd have had none of that if a man hadn't got locked up for a long time. He never even got to preach publicly again. His ministry was over. Except it was starting. (laughs) Y'all ain't helping me. You're telling something about God. About the time everything shuts down is when He'll open her up. Y'all ain't helping me. You hit the bottom. That's the first time you're a good candidate for resurrection. Amen. The other side of death is where He shows His best stuff always. Y'all ain't helping me. Bless the Lord. My world's going to crash and burn. Good. You really wanted to stay in your world? God's got a new one. It's always better than the old one. You'll never know a resurrection until there's a death. Amen. Hallelujah. I won't embarrass everybody all the time. (laughs) But... uh, a little testimony that got put out here the other night. Have so many people. And what God put in your heart yeah. came from you losing one of the most precious things in your life. Sure, yeah. Only you ain't lost him. Right. I know where he is. And you're fixing to spend 1,000 years with him. <laughs> you and him both in a glorified body. You ain't lost him. But you found something. Because of the death. You got on your face here the other day. On the floor. And you hollered for God. (laughs) And there's a resurrection power in you now. That wasn't in you before. And all the prayers that people prayed for you youngins all your whole life. And God, you see what he does the other side of death.
Hallelujah. These songs I write them all the time. Ain't no telling just who. You get blessed by your own singing. I do every time. If not for grace. Da, 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 da. I'm not finished writing the song yet. Da, 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 If y'all start feeding me words, I'll sing it. You'll look at me like a bunch of ignoramuses. The whole pew of young people. My two daughters the worst. Janice, you're not helping either. Don't jealous I'll be singing prettier than y'all. Don't think I can sing prettier than Janice did tonight. Didn't y'all love hearing Janice? That was awesome. I'm hoping maybe some tall, good-looking fellow was watching on that thing. Whoa, he's writing his prayer list. God works in mysterious ways. He was seeing the valley, and he was seeing his honey. I felt it. I felt it, brother. I feel these things sometimes. Then I take more medicine. After. Hey, y'all. You know what churches have had a resurrection? Come on, preacher. Let me tell you what COVID has done. Come on. Mm-hmm. Right. I think the Lord, I think he, he had a big old hand. Satan thinks he's doing all these things. Right. Come on. It's always God setting him up. We blame too much on Satan. Yeah. And ain't no doubt Satan trying to take over this human race oh, ten yeah. different ways. Right. And God just laughs, really. Yeah. And works him. Right. Martin Luther from the the Reformation, the old, the old German Martin Luther, he said the devil is God's devil. He does with him what he wants. Y'all ain't helping me. Satan come in the garden and thought, I've got him now. God was standing ten feet behind him and say, I've got that rest now. I'm fixing to drop a plan of redemption on the <laughs> Satan came upon a hill called Calvary one day and said, my plan is working out. And God was ten foot behind him and said, my plan is working out. In a little while, the devil is going to have the unholy trinity, the beast, the false prophet, the antichrist, gathered against Jerusalem and Satan's going to say, I've got it right where I want it. Yeah. God will be behind a thick cloud yeah. saying, y'all ready? Yeah. I've got it right where I want it right now. Yeah, that old lion comes creeping up in y'all's life. And he says, I've got this family right where I want them. And God behind them saying, yeah, I've got it all right where I want it. Brother Phil, do you know something kind of special this year? With you, just from the first moment, and everybody always loves Brother Phil, but men that didn't even know you until yeah. this year. Yeah. Several men left this meeting with a burden. Yes. Thank God. I'm one of them. <laughs> a Holy Ghost burden, not emotions. Yes. Yes. Though it's emotional, yes. Yes. but it's something bigger than our 
Some bigger than our soft hearts. Uh, uh, God's sovereign heart. God put a dozen men. Your son and your daughter. I'm just thinking God brought you down here and things that fell almost on the bottom as deep as they could go. I got a feeling that big old God yeah. <laughs> is about got your family right. Yes. Hey, hey, I got some advice for you and the sister. I heard it the other night. Get on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> Holler. Can't take this no more. <laughs> Jesus cried, Abba, Father, in the garden. When the strong bulls of Bashan beset him round about. When the blood is coming out of his head, out of his beard. God was fixing to kill him. Hell was trying to kill him. The whole press that he was praying in had never known the kind of pressure that was on him. Pressure from hell. Oh, his desire. It may have been old brother, our old sweet evangelist, from years gone by, left us a little rough. He said, There is a pressure from hell coming below Christ. There is a pressure from heaven coming above. There is the pressure of humanity. (laughs) And there was a death. But God always is bigger than death and He operates on the other side of death. That's when He walks in. That's when He walks in. Hallelujah. Can I tell you all what's fixing to happen to us? That's what I came to tell. (laughs) My best friends are going to laugh at me. I'm going to do this in 60 seconds. Brother Ojo laughed. And he's a good friend, not even a best friend, but he knows. He knew to laugh. Ashton was laughing, but he's scared to laugh out loud. I've been on him all week. Watch this. I'll give it to y'all in sixty seconds. I just laughed at myself. I feel like I just laughed at myself. That's funny. Got my pocket watch. Ready? I'm going to wait for it to get down to six. <laughs> you know what's fixing to happen to us? Say You can watch the recording later. Write these down. We're fixing to be a meeting in the air. Yes, for us children of God. Most of this stuff we've been talking about. It's going to be for the lost world. He's facing the call of the church. There's a meeting in the air. Right after that, there will be a manifestation. According to 1 Corinthians 3 and 1 Corinthians 4, our works and the counsels of our heart will go to the judgment seat of Christ and it will all be made manifest. And that should only scare you if you've been living sinful and selfish. If you've been wanting to live for God and love and you've been trying to relax about the judgment Amen. Okay, that was 50 seconds. I'm going to need another 60 seconds. There's going to be a marriage. 
After he wrinkles out the wedding gown of the bride, he's going to walk us on into the marriage supper of the Lamb. There will be a set of nail-scarred hand reach over you and, and put a drink there and we'll drink anew. The wine and the body and the bread and the blood of the... He'll drink it anew in another kingdom. We're going to do a marriage supper. And then we're going to mount up on them horses. Yeah. In Revelation 19, behold, the heavens were open, and there was one that sat on a white horse. Amen. Fine vesture dipped in blood, the word of God, King of kings and Lord of lords. And I'll be on a white horse somewhere right behind him. The armies of heaven. I'm going to need it. Okay, I need another 60 seconds. I'm at 145. Oh, that marriage supper. I personally believe churches will be in their own battalion groups. I believe families will live together in the millennial reign and I believe that church families will live on the same block in the millennial reign. And I believe when we come back, well, you think the Lord ain't goofy. He's made us the battalions and the units. You think He's going to break all that up make you sit around with strangers and feel awkward? You're going to be with who you served with, who you stayed with, who you suffered with. There will be a mounting up and we're coming back and we're coming back all the way to the earth and the Lord's going to come down on the Mount of Olives and, and brother, he's going to set up camp after it destroys enemies of the Lord and there's going to be a millennial reign and we're going to rule and reign with Christ for a thousand years and the born again believers are going to be in glorified bodies. Everybody out of the church age. No more sin. No more sickness. We'll know as we're known. We'll meet our loved ones in the air. And we're going to know as we're known. A millennial reign at the end of that. Toward the end of that thousand years will be a great monstrosity. Satan will be loose and sinners will be shown that though, though the devil lived in hell and though the sinners lived with Jesus, Sinners will still act like sinners and the devil will still act like the devil. So that when we appear before the final magistration, that great magistrate, the judge of all, the great white throne judgment, when he condemns Satan off and sinners down, he'll be vindicated, validated, and justified by everyone present because he let them people live with the Lord a thousand years and he put the devil in hell a thousand years and they still acted like sin. Then we're heading off in those mansions. That's what's fixing to happen. How all that's fixing to happen to us. Don't be shaking or troubled. Fixing to leave out of here. Would you bow your heads, Brother David, would you come? Our heads are bowed. I'd like to close with some special prayers. Samuel, I want you and Abby, Sister Denisha, you and your husband, Kurt and Leah, I want all the young people that are comfortable with this, all the young people to go out to the rock altar. Brother Kurt, Brother Samuel, you especially want to lead in prayer over them out loud. Y'all go out with them, brother and sister. I'd like for the men of the church, could I ask the men of the church to 
Go up there and pray with your pastor wherever he wants to pray. Let's pray God and start saving sinners around here. How about that, Brother Burke? Amen. God, start saving sinners around life. Yes. Ladies, would y'all, ladies of the church, would y'all come around down here in this front area and y'all pray? All of our visitors, men, you go pray with their men. Ladies, you go pray with their ladies. Let's have prayer. Somebody needs to be saved tonight. They can be ladies. Some of y'all can kneel. Some of you can see it. All the ladies pray in this area. Everybody that's comfortable and able to pray with us. Oh God. Let's call on the Lord for a little while.
Brother Dave. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Play it softly a little while, Brother David. Yeah, bless the Lord. Be not soon shaken or troubled. See the day the Lord approaches. Now, if you're lost, you better get shook up. Yeah. Better run to Jesus while you still can.
Paul, we got to have it in old forms. Yes. We got to blow in there. Been there five years. Joe Parsons said it'd take five years to clear a spot. He said, You ain't started your work yet. He said, It'd take five years to clear a spot. And you start digging in on the foundations. Oh, buddy. Y'all pray for Brother Paul and my family. Yeah. The old Fort Baptist. Yes. They gotta dynamite some things out. Yeah. And then blow some things in. Yeah. We don't even know. We don't even know what we're talking about. No. We just know it's what we need. Yeah. Pray for y'all in Indiana there, brother. Let it go start puffing on y'all. Yeah. 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 Start puffing till the house goes sideways. Hey. It blows your house down. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me say. When God started bringing prodigals back to the church. What about that? Oh, shit. <laughs> what if that empty and broken you sang about? What if 20 of them showed up in the next month? Uh, I came back to him. Yeah, praise him. Hey, Brother Bird will come with us. Amen. 
bring a dozen men and come over there. You want to come? In his time, in his power, soon. We don't want to be a long ways away. We want to come soon. We'll ask Brother David and Brother Lee to I'm going to ask them both to give me a bunch of money for every yes. time. <laughs> the rascals know I ain't scared to ask them. They might want to go with us. Yeah. We're going to need power of God. Yes. Amen. You know who else I'm going to ask to send me? Yes, every little old Christian I bump into that I feel like it. Amen. You know the first mission trip I ever made? stood up in a little church I didn't hardly know anybody and I said I'm a young evangelist now and God wants me to go to Albania first time I ever mentioned it I only got two offerings it was two winners one gave me a $10 check the other gave me a $10 bill and the Lord said I'll give you two winners mites and it'll pay for the rest of your missions ministry for the rest of your years the two winners mites it's so special I wouldn't spend that money I wouldn't I got it somewhere in a box hey If I had money, I'd give it. It reminded me of a seven-foot fella walking through the woods. And his little buddy was bouncing next to him and said, Hey, Sammy, if I was big as you, I'd find the biggest bear in these woods, in these woods and whip it. Big Sammy said, Hey, buddy, there's some little bears in these woods, too. Yeah. Some of y'all think if God puts you in a world where you have the ability to do some things, that you'd do it. Let me tell you something. If you ain't doing it right now with what you got, you wouldn't do it then if He gave you something else. Right, preacher. Yes, sir. If you won't give a ten, you won't give a hundred. If you won't give a hundred, you won't give a thousand. If you won't give a thousand, you won't give ten thousand. Right. <laughs> I was Brother Mark Stroud the other day, and a couple years ago, and he'd been praying over some money. Mm-hmm. Fellow come by and gave a hundred thousand dollars and paid it all off. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. Well, you won't come off that hundred, you wouldn't come off of a hundred thousand. Hello, Joe. God can get them American dollars and get them African sinners. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> we pray for it. Amen. We had a real good prayer out there with the young people. Just sing one more verse in case somebody needs to be saved. Run to this altar. Brother David, before you do, pass your testimony. Stand up and tell us that you say. Go ahead, Pastor. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. That's all right. Don't worry. Stay home, son. 
vocês. Oi! Anymore, you young people want to stand up for the Lord? Just testify about His goodness. Oh, thank God for saving all those church kids. Woo! <laughs> 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 I was nine years old when I made a false profession. And exactly ten years later, God had just brought us a new pastor. <laughs> Nineteen years old, I've been in church, and I realized my dad couldn't get me to heaven. My mom couldn't. My papa couldn't. My papa couldn't. And he saved me at 19 years old. And I just want to thank you for saving the kids that were raised in church. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. September to February. Uh-huh. That's, you know, and God's faithful. And 
Maybe for a family. I mean, I really, I hate to even bring up that 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 day. Uh-huh. And, and running to the ponds uh-huh. and, 
and everything else. And he shook me in church. Amen. And I thank God. Then when he saved me, he gave me a real thing. Amen. He gave me something inside of me that makes me want to be here. Amen. And I have a lot of questions yeah. for people that claim they saved me. Uh-huh. They don't show them. Yeah, That's right. right. Amen. They're getting this. Any little thing that they can do and make for an excuse, right. yeah. they use it. Amen. I want to thank God for what He's done in my life. Yes. And I want to thank God for saving me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For saving two of my children. Amen. Brother right. Phil, I got some out there. Yeah. You ain't by yourself. Yeah. I got two more sons. One of them's in San Francisco. The other one works for me every day. Can't even get him to come to church. Yeah. But one of them Bibles we prayed over the other day, uh-huh. it's in his hands. Yeah. I just pray to God to Amen. I want to thank him for what he's done in my life. Yes. Amen. Amen.
I forgot who his designated running world was, but you're fired. Nick. Glory. Nick. Designated runner. Go run for it. Amen. Yes, sir. Some of y'all can't testify because you don't have a testimony. You've not been saved yet. But I want you to know that God loves you. 
You heard the preacher tonight. You mentioned it throughout the, the message. That you need to be saved. And he's not the only one praying that comes someday the wind begins to blow again over yonder. Yeah. Yeah. Now I could be wrong, church. Y'all correct me if I'm wrong. I know pretty certain the last person that was saved inside the church and y'all think about that inside the church was Abby Grace in August of 2020. Yes, Amen. Am I about right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure Pretty sure that's right. So, a year and a half. That Sunday she got saved. That next week, we shut the doors. 22 of us got COVID. And it's been a roller coaster. God hasn't changed one bit. Amen. Matter of fact, I believe this is just me. This is from my point of view. But I feel like since we've come back in and we've put aside all of the COVID stuff, God has come in there with power. And He's blessed us so much more. And there's been people coming that need to be saved. Matter of fact, there there was one man that came, needed to get saved, and he heard the message and he left. And he's never been back. But they heard the word of God. There's some that they keep coming back. They don't yet know, Brother Glenn. They hadn't really registered yet that they need to be saved. But you've heard the gospel tonight. The light's been shown abroad tonight. So I want church, visitors that are saved, I want you to pray. Right along with the man of God, he said he was going to pray. That souls are saved. Yeah. Amen. And I believe God can do it. Amen. Yeah. Yes. I want us to stand. Oh, David, I want you to pray. Uh, play, rather. I put my R where my arrow is supposed to be. Jody and Kurt, I want you to take up the offering you give. This is going to the man of God tonight. Dear Father, we ask you, if you will, this evening, just to reach down. Lord, bless your people tonight. Oh, what a blessing it has been just to be able to hear the testimonies, starting with some young folks and hearing adults testify about your goodness. God, I sure do thank you for it. I pray now you bless this offering. Bless Brother McNeese. Lord, he sacrificed to be here. I realize we, we booked him a year ago. God, but he could have been anywhere else in this world that he wanted to be. Oh, but you'd allow him to be here this week. You allowed the power of God to flow through Him and the truth to be poured into our hearts this week. Thank you, Lord. And God, I thank You for that. And I pray as we give that we could give with that in mind. God, we pray You'll bless Kendall and Chloe. They travel with Daddy this week. God, we thank You for that. God, I thank You, Lord, for these two pure young ladies and their stand. God, they dress like young ladies. They act like young ladies. Thank you, Lord. God, I thank you for Preston over at Crown College yeah. up in Knoxville. God, I don't know if he wanted to be here, Lord, but I know we wanted him to be here. God, but one day he'll get to come back. But until then, Lord, I pray you'll bless him in his studies. Bless him in the ministry, working in the bus ministry at Crown. God, I pray that you touch. God, we pray you'll bless Miss Jennifer McNeese. 
I told the preacher just the other day, I don't, I don't remember ever meeting her. But God, she's at home. Lord, today she posted on social media. She's been painting at the house. Been decorating at the house. And God, I'm glad that there's a woman that takes care of the home for the man of God yes. back at the house. Yes. Lord, I pray you'll reward her tonight for keeping, mm-hmm. or if I say it like this, keeping the home fires burning. God, I thank you, Lord, for her spending time and raising her daughters and, and helping to raise their son. God, taking care of the man of God. We praise you, Lord. We ask you that you bless this family tonight. God, Brother Paul, Lord, come all the way from North Georgia all the way down here to Americas. I didn't get to stay long last year, but he got to stay all week this year. <laughs> Lord has blessed me, Lord. Lord, seeing him back there soaking it in, standing up and testifying. God, Brother Ronnie Waters and his dear bride has come up from Bainbridge. Lord, I don't even remember how far that is, Lord, but it's a fur piece. Lord, he's come twice this week, I thank you. Lord, our brother in the back come up from Moultrie. God, thank you. Father, we look around, we see all the others from Indiana. Thank you, God, for bringing them in. God, we can go on and on and on about the people that you brought into this place. Father, we praise you, Lord, for bringing us together. The family of God. We ask you tonight that you touch us, Lord. Here in a little bit, we're going to part ways. After they eat all the food in the fellowship hall, per the ladies' request. God, I pray you'll let us rejoice in the fellowship that we've had this week. Lord, let us praise you for the days to come, whether here or whether with you in glory. God, we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Just fellowship. 
God's been good to us all week. Amen. Thank you so much for being here. I want us to praise the Lord. I want us to say hallelujah. All right? We're going to say one, two, three, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And stay. You live two hours away, stay. It's still going to be dark when you get home. <laughs> Just praise the Lord and then hallelujah. One, two, three. Praise the Lord.